Hello and welcome to the Outliers podcast where my alarm clock goes off halfway through the intro. As always, I am your uh, in pain host, McLean Hirschfield, with me almost always. It's me, it's Tyler. You vibing, having a good time. And here a lot, but not always. Damos, that's you. Hello, it's me, Damos. Sorry. I think that's almost the signature of Damos as I have to cue you in. Uh, so the day I don't have to do it, I feel like people would complain. <laughs> so today we aren't talking about movies. We are talking about something kind of culture related. Uh, we're talking about reformers. Uh, particularly, we're talking about one guy named Mike Sparks. And we're talking about his obsession with a weird little tank called the M113, Not also tank. known as the Gavin. Not a tank, it's an APC. Um, metal box with wheels to get guys to and from the battlefield. So before we dive into where this goes fucking weird fast, I'm going to give a brief history of what the M113 did. So the M113, to put it basically, I think Damus described it back. It was a box with tracks that moved people from point A to point B. This was kind of the next step after like the truck and half track between like the more modern APCs of today. And they're basically combat taxis. Like there's not much more to them than that. Uh, sometimes they'd have machine guns on them. They'd be turned into mortars, uh, a bunch of other purposes, engineering and recon vehicles even. In Vietnam, however, they got used a little bit more outside of the way they thought they'd be used, where soldiers would start modifying them and actually using them in direct conflict, which was outside of doctrine. This eventually led to the development of the Bradley infantry fighting vehicle to support the idea of, hey, we're going to have something that can hang around and fight alongside our soldiers with them. That also was brought on by it's like the Russian BMP, which you've probably seen pictures of if you've seen news of Ukraine at all. But to start where this story starts, I need to take us back in a little bit of history behind uh, a Discord server Damus and I are part of, uh, where one night we were all mm-hmm. posting pictures of APCs and tanks and stuff. And it Deimos goes ahead and and posts uh, this really cursed-looking thing. And I'm going to post it in our group chat in a second and let Deimos explain what the image I'm posting is. Trying to remember which was the original. So I put it in general. Oh, yeah. It's a armored fighting transport, the, the M113, with a turret on top. But on top of that is biplane wings with a propeller engine above the tank, a tail fin, and two rockets on the end of the wings. Because somehow this man thought that a brick was able to be aerodynamic and light enough to fly. Uh-huh. Yep. I, I, am, I, I am stuck on this photo. It is amazing. Also, it's, it's a model kit of the M113, with probably the model kit of some other aircraft chopped up and put on top of it, and then photoshopped onto the clouds like it's flying. The Photoshop job is incredible. His we Photoshop will, work is amazing, by the way. He has a we will eventually have psychotic a video photos. to go with this. Um, but yes, this is uh, incredibly, incredibly stupid. Um, so this led us to find some, as I think as you originally put it, just some weirdo who kept calling it the Gavin, which the M113 does not have a nickname in yeah, the I, U.S. Army. I got real confused at first because I thought, like, why is, like, that's never been, like, that doesn't have a moniker as a Gavin because it, 
this was back before like they kind of had like generic name like armored tank like or tanks are named after generals like that's just a traditional u.s military thing since the sherman and so on and like for fighting vehicles like they might have a, a name from the company that made it but they usually don't have like a vehicle name after they've been put into production or into use but this guy kept calling it the gavin and i got real fucking confused and then it led us down a wormhole of nonsense. Um, um, this entire time we were planning this episode, I thought the Gavin was a person. I mean, Gavin is a Gavin, is a person. Gavin is a Gavin. The Gavin was a person, which is why he chose the name Gavin. And it was the leader of the, it was the commander of the 82nd Airborne during World War II, I believe. Okay. So I'm glad there is a Gavin somewhere, so I don't feel completely like stupid. <laughs> Yeah, in a moment here, I'm gonna screen share with you guys a video on his website uh, demonstrating how it should work. Oh God, this is um, wonderful. Do beware! This is, if you go look up his his website, will slow your computer down to a point it's like gonna either crash your computer. I have a pretty powerful computer; it's not top of the line, and it crashed mine once or twice. It's just really bad. Like so PS4 running Cyberpunk. This, this <laughs> website is straight out of like. Maybe 1990. Yeah, you and compared it to this really old website that I did not know about. This is all like 2000, like like 2000 era early YouTube or early internet with like random YouTube like videos. Like pre YouTube, like what was it the website you guys referenced? You and Milter. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh. So I have some fun things, including his LinkedIn that we can dive into. LinkedIn. Ooh. Oh yes. Uh, one of the gifts of the internet is a lot of weirdos like this tend to just share everything that pops into their brain, including their LinkedIn, which this is going to be one of those things that it starts really fun and then gets racist. Um, <clears throat> Isn't that the backbone of society? Yeah, like, I don't <laughs> know if this guy's QAnon involved, but it wouldn't surprise me if we find out he is. So before we go there, I do want to talk about the area Gavin a little more. I, so, for those of you who didn't know, I initially studied engineering when I went to college. So did I. Yeah. Didn't get to the engineering part. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things I had to learn was physics. Tyler, what do you know about physics? Uh, I studied physics at the seventh grade level. I actually never took physics in, in a high school uh, or college because for some reason my school thought we needed two years of chemistry. I took it. I, I took like the honors physics class in high school, and then I don't. I I took math, but there's a lot of physics in my math. So, so like I I, I weirdly enough, even though like I never really studied physics intensely, I still have. I, I do think I have like a very good basic understanding. Yeah, same. Like no formal training in it, but like genuinely talking to some of my friends who were in the physics class like i think i know physics better than them also um i will say this i've had to mute this video he made because he just put the james bond soundtrack oh in. yeah it's it's pretty good though you should watch it after this is done because it's real stupid so here's the thing the thing he's showing was a real thing but this was an idea proposed in like world war one when they didn't really understand how planes or tanks would play into the war yeah like we had, a, we barely understood how to fly at that point. Yeah, I mean, the tank was a new idea. Like me and you talked about in the planes. Run. It was little more than a moving bunker. 
FYI, for to buy planes. Now, a lot of you might notice this, but and I'll talk about this once this video is done. Biplanes got phased out of World War II fairly quickly. Um, too glad. Oh my god. Yeah, outside of training, like there was no point in them existing at that point for military. Yeah, purposes. like glad biplanes. So real quick, biplanes were great in World War One because it was all about maneuverability. But once yeah. the engines got better, there was no more point to having more wings. Um, they don't really help with lift, despite what you would think. Yeah. Um, Again, that was like rudimentary understanding of flight and yeah, the physics of all that. Uh, the greatest light tank, the Gavin. Not light a light tank. tank an APC. Oh, this version too. This is what wasn't this what started it? Because I saw we were talking yeah, about because we start we were put it, it started the video and then you posted up armored and then you found the plane. Yeah. Um, but pauses it so we could talk about that real quick because that was the thing. If you go back in that video, well, the first we were talking about like early watt Iraq like up armored vehicles where they were just they were just Americans were just welding stuff on because they didn't have like turns out our armored vehicles weren't very good for what they were using them for and so they were and everything they were putting like it looked like Mad Max shit at hillbilly like they armor, were doing right? yeah hill, yeah it's did called hillbilly ever, armor you were in Afghanistan though but did you ever come across like hillbilly armor no 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 this was I mean this was 2012 so. In Afghanistan, it wasn't so much of a thing as it was in Iraq, and like by then we had—I mean, they had, we had ten years of developing equipment just for it. Because yeah, you would have imposed like all that stuff, right? Yeah. When you yeah. were in... and we okay, and we were talking about like a, it was a bird cage around a gabin, which is like a big metal fence around it, so it can mm -hmm. absorb the blast. That was mostly things. like for our like not anti-tank weapons though. It was like for RPGs and specifically not... RPGs, which are anti-tank weapons. Well, like. But not top not top down attack. No, no. Is that I mean most Afghan you're not gonna have a lot of those situations in Iraq. And yeah, and then yeah. like why is this one called the Gavin? And it was because this guy's website was referring to the 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 specifically the M113 with a turret on top, just a machine gun turret. And he's like, This is the Gavin, the most powerful tank in the world. And it's just like, how oh, the fuck is this guy going? And then it turns into this giant shit show. Um, we will get into this, but there's all he also has a 300 page paper on why women cause 9 11. Oh, hold, hold oh, on, oh yeah, hold on. The, the wormhole of this guy. It, it this, from... this guy is the iceberg meme, except the iceberg is the fucking warp. Yeah, it's oh. like the tip of the iceberg is this dumbass idea of a flying tank, and then the rest of it is holy shit, what the fuck's going on? QAnon level weirdness. What okay. <laughs> So I was I was sitting here. I'm like, wow, this looks like this website's cool because it like if you have you ever like needed to write a paper, so you're doing your research, and then you like come across like a student blog, yeah, that somebody else wrote on the topic, and that's what this kind of looks like. And then you're like, oh yeah, then there's the paper about women and causing nine oh, eleven. God like, is wait, 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 wait. Comp like he has these whole. I, we haven't even talked about who the man is. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no. So let's get through the area, Gavin. Anyway, look at it. It's it, it's literally a toy tank with a, like other pieces of a model bashed on. Butchered it. like a model vehicle and slapped it on top of it. Yeah, and it's called the Arrow Gavin. I'm pretty sure it's like a Flames of War model too, based oh, on scale alone. Migs, Migs, fighter jet. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, because he claims this tank. is. So I should point out, he claims not only is this going to be a way to deliver a tank into battle, it's also going to be a capable aircraft. That's going to be an air superiority fighter somehow. Yeah, and a stealth plane. I don't remember the stealth part. But no, I'm it not is. Surprised. What do you think his justification for being a, a stealth plane is? 
I don't even know. It's going to, because it doesn't have radar. Because his aircraft doesn't have radar? Yeah, no, neither one. He believes radar is a Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and because it's a prop plane. He's pulling the little model plane across the ground. Yeah. And then, like, holding it, like, hostage it so it looks like it's flying. Generic Middle Eastern scene. Look at that. <laughs> Incredible. This is like some uh, original series Star Trek attack Pathfinders jump to secure LC. Was any of that thing, like, just... So wrecked? suddenly it's a troop transport, too. Yeah, like, why does this look can, better than so why, but why parachute them out if it's gonna land itself? Yeah, if you already got guys on the ground, you don't need the tank on the ground to do the thing that the guys on the ground are already doing. And so then now it lands. Oh, it lands on his car- carpet. It lands on his carpet. This is my carpet. <laughs> you should just pass. <laughs> it taxis on the on the carpet. This, re- this reminds me of the like Lego stop motion animations I used to make when I was a kid. He takes say. off the wings and drives the tank off to fight. Mm-hmm. You can see the little string in front of the tank pulling it across the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and this was Why like him doing a serious so pitch Just, too. Dude. This wasn't a kid making. This is like a forty-five-year-old man. This is he's older than that. Like yeah. he. He's got his little action figures of early 1990, like like late 90s, early 2000s soldiers. Like Gulf War, because there's a lot of that forest camo. Yeah. But we still had that at the beginning of the of Iraq, too. Yeah, we, all these we little knew fucking... We were going to be in the desert again, and we didn't think to change it then. Well, they had desert camo on there. Yeah, but like not the plate carrier. Oh, the flak, yeah, like that. They didn't have it. They couldn't issue all that stuff. We I guess it would have been... When did, when did they get plate? And now it turns what? into Counter-Strike. Where they're hunting down terrorists. And, and now some images random like footage of special guys. operations guys. Yeah. And then now yeah. they're running back to the Gavin. Delta guys are like the like only special forces group I think is remotely cool. And that's because I don't know jack shit about them. That's how they like it. Because they're not Navy SEALs who tell you and everything about it. Somehow it picks its wings back up and reattaches them. The exfiltration. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the white text catches me off time. Like, go check this out if you get the chance to. It's literally just called the flight. The other thing here is this is supposed to take off under its own power. So somehow that tank's going to get fast enough. Yeah. Take which... off. Top speed of a fucking M113 is like, what, 40 miles an hour? And then everybody. I don't even think it's that. So you, that's what we're in for today, boys. <laughs> Wow. Um, top speed of an M113 is 42 miles per hour. Okay, so it, it, that's it before is, you throw on the couple of thousand pounds of wings. I mean, you know, for an armored vehicle, that's fast. For an airplane, that's not taking off. Um, so let's talk about a few of the problems with that idea. Uh, Davis, you want to point some out first, or should I? I'll let you. Um, well, we first, let's start off with the we physics. Should, no, you should let. Tyler do it because he doesn't have any oh, yeah, Tyler, what do you experience think wrong and he with? already can tell what's wrong with this whole idea. <laughs> what do you think is wrong with the idea of flying a cargo container? That shit heavy. <laughs> hey, any other things you find uh, um, be questionable? <laughs> it looks goofy as shit. <laughs> There's more. So he has an alternative oh, design. Guess how much that uh, an ML in three ways. It's 13 tons. Mm. That's that's without like 
a full so, complement of troops in it. Okay. Ammo, whatever. So a 13-ton brick. Like, I, how are you going to get that? In, 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 like, you aren't. <laughs> like, you'd have to have some, like, insane propulsion force. No, no, you just have a big prop engine, like in the photo. Not a jet, a prop. Yeah. So, it's, it's a, Where are you like, putting the fuel for the prop? Don't worry about it. There's here's the thing. There are some things I don't know if like I that I had to like do a deep dive to figure out what's wrong with this, as well as like watch some laser pig videos. Um, <laughs> which laser pig's video on this is great, great. because he does sing the James, he sings the James Bond theme over that clip. Nice. Um I think uh one of the things incredibly uh that you might not know is that it's a it's a crime to like a ban it's like against geneva convention to just leave military grade weapons unattended in a combat zone um it's also tactically uh what you'd call a shit idea um as the russians have learned a lot lately which we'll get to this guy's view on russia in a bit um i'm sure it's totally normal and uncontroversial nope <laughs> exactly yes totally totally normal um so he so that's a problem like there's a reason like when we like let's say a tank like is disabled um in afghanistan like they scuttle it like one of the things that's been talked about was just blow in place because you just we want to destroy the tech so they can't get the tech we want to destroy any equipment that we can't get out of it we don't want them to be able to use this against Which us is, in any way shape or form when we pulled out of afghanistan they made a big deal about a lot of the equipment we abandoned but one of the things a lot of those articles failed to mention is the fact that there's not really the ability to maintain them left so they might and that have. wasn't abandoned it was given to the afghan army the yeah an army then abandoned it once they were basically just they yeah like i'm going to i'm not going to die for this shitty regime but there's also now, there's now no capability to replace and repair that stuff because the US government's not going to be working with the Taliban. Yep. Um and the Russian government's a little occupied and the Chinese government probably won't be likely to want to take the risk of arming them too well. Um so the other thing I want to talk about with that one that's just to add on to like how stupid it all is like we are we've talked about a lot of those things is how easy that would because he has this concept of war that warfare takes place on this perfect sphere of battlefields airborne operations aren't really a thing anymore like there's helicopter operations but parachuting into combat hasn't been something that's been done since panama really and mm -hmm. we talked a lot about what the problem with that was um like so you now have this massive thing that would just be an anti-air missile free-for-all especially since it's a combat aircraft by the fact it has those missiles on it um now if you guys look in the chat you'll see he does have an alternative version of this thing oh yeah that's just the crate on wheels yes it's a crate on wheels but it's also gonna be flown by an a10 that has to be pulled by a larger 747 like again no, no physics or science done for any of this this is just some shit yeah. he came up with for no reason <clears throat> so well, should we talk crop. about the man behind the madness <laughs> let's okay mike sparks better known as michael sparks if you're more formal about it uh 
besides having the name of someone who writes romance novels sold in an airport store uh <laughs> he claims to be the head of the director at the first tactical studies group airborne in parentheses there not parentheses it's in what you're calling um deimos you were in the army you ever heard of the first tactical studies group no it's not a thing. yeah good reason it's a Facebook group that doesn't exist. He, he started this group that he's talking about. Yeah, this isn't a real thing. Um, do you guys want to hear his LinkedIn bio? Yes, oh, of course. I haven't seen this. <clears throat> about MOS 11 AP5 Airborne Qualified Infantry Officer and Former Infantry and Combat Engineer NCO. Military experience in amphibious airborne light medium mechanized infantry combat engineer units in geostrategic, geo-operational, geotactical, and geotechnical levels of both nation-state wars, NSWSs, and sub-national conflicts. Best expressed on website, and then it's to his really crappy website that we'll take a look at in a bit. Specialties, military security, audiovisual production, HTML webpage design. <laughs> that one's hilarious to throw in there. Journalism, investigative research, equipment design, Force structure and analysis. Um, Damus is the only one who probably would understand. Did any of those things that he said at the beginning there actually mean anything? Like, I know NCO is a thing. Yeah, some of them, but it's also hodgepodge, like going into each individual bit. Geostrategic and geo-operational. Like, that's just it. Like, some of those might have been a thing, but it's like nobody describes their military careers like like this like he doesn't even mention any units he was in it doesn't like yeah, it's all like, just it's all just jargon that he thinks will so get attention he does include his education which includes u.s army infantry officer advanced course which he was in from 2002 to 2002 i don't know what that means that's, i'm assuming it's literally it's like, like a course you have to go to as an infantry officer yeah but when uh, was his military time what time was he uh it doesn't doesn't say it would be under former uh see like he was out before that wasn't he he's been retired for a yeah. long time so i don't know what the fuck that is if he did it in the 2000s that doesn't make any sense he has 50 skills this that oh my god it doesn't just, say just filling out his linkedin and checking all the boxes well see like a lot of uh so he claims to be a u.s arm u.s armor association january 1995 to present i assume he's been way out before that yeah like that's you can just that that's not a linkedin pro that's like you joined a, like it's like me joining a veterans association for my second ranger battalion like that does nothing none of that mean nothing he says on all of this means anything i don't think he put the army his army experience in here because I think he knows the moment he did that, people would debunk it. Yeah, like he just puts vague things that would be hard to disprove. Um, well, you also you could also do the classic oh, wait, strategy he's, of so he's like, out, oh, wait. plugging random word and put design after it, so it yeah. sounds legit. Yeah. Platoon leader, U.S. Army Reserves, January two thousand to November two thousand eight. So he's eight year in reserves. Oh God. Eight years and eleven months. Sorry, Something. the whole Bush era. But he started the first tactical studies group in nineteen ninety. Which I'd say there's a timeline here that's a little fucked, eh? Oh yeah. 
Um, yeah. So do you guys want to take a look at skills or uh, go me to go down his educational experience? Because he's obsessed with parachuting. I don't think he went to 90% of the places he lists on here. <laughs> uh, I'll do So he go, puts U.S. Army Airborne School, Israeli Defense Force Parachute Training, UCMS TBS, which I'm guessing that's something in the Marine Corps. I don't know what TBS. And then Liberty University. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like this dude was in the military in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. Like everything but he was in the national defense national guard. I almost said defense forward. So he wasn't like, exactly like even in a like a like national guard is a regular unit, but like not in one that was an act. Yeah, it's like I don't trust any of it. Like there's no like I said, it seems like everything here has been con- very conveniently like claimed, so like he can't get called out. Yeah. Um, and then languages he claims he can speak French. Which reminds me, for the Fran- for our France trip, I have been trying to teach myself France, uh, French, and it is going poorly. Um, oh, yeah. You ever make Duolingo quit on you? <laughs> it is, um, it's, it's not even worth it. You don't, you're not going to need it. You're good. <laughs> I've been told that... Uh, anyway, but yeah, so let's go over his skills. Um, so his first skill is just military. Military mm. experience. Intelligence and a- a- analysts, national security, army, government, tactics, counterterrorism, yeah, like, intelligence, military operation, command, security, operational planning, defense, DOD leadership, homeland security, strategic planning, weapons, crisis management, and counterinsurgency. Oh, and journalism. Yeah, I don't believe Which, any of this Of shit. all those things, I really feel like fucking journalism is the most far-fetched fucking thing to claim for this dude. He also has Afghanistan as well. Your skill as well as his skills. Yeah, he's never been Afghanistan. Afghanistan is a skill. Davis, My skill is that? Afghanistan. Davis, do you have that as well? Your skills on your resume. Always. <laughs> Tell me, uh, sir, what do you mean by your skill meeting Afghanistan? Do you speak their language? Do you know a lot? <laughs> I, I, I'm just. I was Afghanistan. there. Afghanistan. <laughs> you just keep saying Afghanistan when someone asks you what does that mean would be great. <laughs> It's like that, uh, what's the John Malkovich movie when he just goes into his head and everybody's saying John Malkovich over and over again? Pretty much. Oh, uh, God. Here's the thing. <laughs> so you guys ready to hear some of his posts? Mm-hmm. Some of his posts are like incredibly generic and I'm going to skip over because it's just like the boomer things. Mm-hmm. So here's, here's him responding to a dude who's just like, looks like a Marine Corps dude who's just talking about leadership. So it's just like kind of, um, and I'm going to share this with you guys. Oh, hey, dirt bike. Uh, Damus's cat is in the background of this video. Ooh, a cat cameo. I the need to say hi to him. Okay, he was an engineer in the guard. Sorry, I had to look it up. Nobody yeah. knows really anything else because no one's done an FOI on him or anything. The U.S. mill is a bureaucracy, not a profession. Grasp the reality. Frankly, there should be no old farts in the middle who don't want to become thinking leaders thinking leading officers nor enlisted work slaves no first sergeant sgm or cms you're at you at msg either become a third three lieutenant junior officer or you get out of the service with your smug coffee mug again this is just some dude giving the most generic leadership advice i've ever seen and this has come from a guy who did not excel in the military and got out and became wacko 
Yeah. But so you're getting the kind of response and he'll post multiple times to these things. That's the crazy part about this. Yeah. He'll just just keep the same comment over and over again. Um, Oh, so do you guys want to get his opinion on UFOs? Oh, of course. 75% of all UFOs are man-made anti-gravity craft. Only 25% are supernatural fallen angels entities, not ETs. ETs are the traditional U.S. Millenkamp cover story. Ever read The Hunt for Zero Point? Nick Cook of Jane. Desperate pedo Illuminati losing Ukraine. Oh, yeah, he's one of those guys. Honoring the fake ET fear card. That seems like a legit website by a legit... I'm not clicking on this because I want my because I want my computer to New work. World Order who pulling out the alien card disclosure. Oh. Yeah, but so yeah, he doesn't believe hey, aliens. Think. That's stupid. He believes they're demonic entities flying around or man-made craft. Uh, there are some other good, good ones, but I'm like struggling to find them because he does have a tendency to try to delete stuff when it looks too bad, even for him. Yeah, something draws way too much attention. He might fucking wipe it out. Oh yeah, here's so you want to hear a bit of a small idea of what his uh, opinions on Ukraine are? Oh, of course. Nothing about the illegal Kiev regime put there put there by the narco CIA coup in 2014 that for eight years shelled murdered 14,000 separatists and had six, 60,000 Nazi thugs poised to mass murder the survivors. If drug cartels were shelling murdering Arizonans, we'd be marching into Mexico too. That's not even what happened. Like, like what? they're so fucking. They're straight up reading Russian propaganda, and like it's all. I how these right wingers have just totally jumped and into the. Just, and like those are not. Those, those are also just like not even comparable situations. Like even in the. Well, that's not. That's not how the right wing works, though. They just throw it all together because they're fucking idiots. Because apples and oranges are the same thing. Yep. Like him, def- yeah, defending that and then fucking this marine. This is him getting upset about like this marine. Blah, and everybody blah, blah. being mad at him. Yeah, um, and I'm pretty sure that this is like a COVID do- denial thing. Oh so, yeah, of course. Yeah, that guy w- got kicked out for talking, like being an officer and doing some stupid shit, and tried to turn it into a whole grift, and it didn't. Oh go yeah, anywhere. this has been his one of his new things. He wants the F-15 to become the Sea Eagle, um, which the F-15 F- is phased out. It's like. It's around only until like it's pretty much going to be replaced with the yeah, and they don't need a new aircraft for the sea. They have the F eighteen Hornet. That's the whole reason the Hornet exists. Hey, look, he describes us read by bearded civilian normie bureaucracy excusing luddite moron corpse type. No wonder why we lost Afghanistan if our ranks were filled with such status quo mongering loser tards. What a professional <laughs> LinkedIn profile. He, he basically he treats LinkedIn like it's Facebook. I, I think that's probably because I don't think he's allowed on Facebook anymore. That would, yeah. Oh, that the one, would, is uh, his one account still there, isn't it? The first, it whatever. might be the com- first combat tactical group. Um, he also, like, I, I think it's gone, but he did link it one of those websites to try to get donations to the Russian army. So we've come across a really weird fucking dude, right? Like, that is our ultimate conclusion. So, do we want to check out his fucking website? Now, since we've checked out his LinkedIn, the his last post on Facebook was the twenty sixth. Uh, what what did he say? October. DOD hopes the Russians will just let hundreds of slow moving helicopters filled with foot sloggers waltz into Ukraine. Hope it's not a method. John three sixteen. Semper airborne. James Bond is real. 
James oh yeah bond. i forgot that's his big thing that he believes james bond was a real guy what why <laughs> oh and this was from a that was him quoting a bit shoot article that he posted days before oh no on the same day about a uh, alleged russian vdv airborne thwarts pedo nazi dirty bomb ukraine false flag world war three Anyway, so the combat reform website, and then like we'll, we'll move into like combat reform guys in general because they're their own special kind of weird. But this guy is just the crown. So an elite group composed by military professionals, no, it's not, aircraft and ground vehicle designers and civilians dedicate toward creating an excellent U.S. military capable defending freedom both at home and abroad that has a moral compass. I feel like his moral compass would surprisingly involve a lot of us being dead. <laughs> Oh, he has um, a second Facebook page called uh, John James Gavin Jr. Future. So I'm trying to find it. Yeah, uh, this is this website is such a mess. Uh, yeah. So this, by the way, this is one of the, his skills he listed was web design. What do you guys think of his web design? It's certainly a website. Um. um so all the again, YouTube videos, like random movie bits. Yeah, this is the Pentagon it, Wars, which I, I'm going to talk about that towards the end here this is like a 2006 student blog pretty like like if this was just you just making some random shit it'd be fine it's like it's just random combat videos with no 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 context none of this makes any sense i'm trying to see if we can find the pictures he did from his one demonstration what the fuck oh yeah like i don't even know what that's supposed to be this is the future liberals want like there's the video of why he hates strikers and why he thinks wheeled vehicles suck it's like like a vehicle that got stuck and then they pulled it out like it was fine like oh yeah here's his other thing is he wants battleship oh yeah to be a thing (laughs) he wants battleship aircraft carriers oh because all of his old shit is (laughs) adobe Adobe. (laughs) it's all flat flare it's all gone yeah, but anyway, so yeah, he wants the battleship, which battleships were in, what, the Gulf War? Uh, I think that was the last time they were used, yeah. Yeah, but they were kind of phased out because, you know, they were really fucking old. Our soft navy needs far armored battleships. Uh, that's great. Um, yeah, and then he cites the Admiral Khrushchev as being like a great, a pure idea of what a battleship uh, aircraft carrier should be. Uh, do you guys know anything about the Kuznetsov, uh, Kuznetsov, whatever the fuck it's called? Uh, no. So this aircraft carrier is really famous because it's a piece of shit. Um, it's actually so, like, it's so inefficient that its diesel energies generate so much smoke it's tracked from space. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, good. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious, but this guy totally believes that in a modern air war, this would be a viable thing. Like most combat in a modern navy would happen in distances we could not really. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like have visible hits on anything or like artillery range stuff. Like it's yeah. missiles. Everything's missiles now. Um, he does want an aircraft to be on it. He doesn't want it to be the F-35, which is the only vertical takeoff jet we really have. Um, and he completely believes that this is a possible thing to do. I don't know how landing would work, but he really believes that we need to bring back the battleship and also have it be an aircraft carrier and that armor is the issue. It's, it's, ugh, ugh. <laughs> this whole guy, 
is such I, a nonsensical shit show. I don't understand. Yeah. He's a real big fan of Eric Prince's uh he he, he so much of his stuff is just links to YouTube videos. And bit shoot. A lot of bit shoot stuff. And a lot of his shit's broken now since they took down the uh Adobe. Yeah. Rest in peace, Adobe Flash Player. Yep. I'm trying to see if I can find his 9-11 article, but um there's the one that talks about um where does the technological arrogance come from? Formula to understand world history to current day, and it's basically just Bible thumping nonsense. And then it goes back into weird weapons tech. Like it's it's his whole thing is like it's one second, it's like military stuff, then it turns into anti-Islamic stuff being compared, like Iraq compared to Gettysburg, and it's he's all over the place. It's it's a it's a wormhole, and it keeps going. And there's links to more stuff, and links to links. Like it just keeps going with this guy. Oh oh yeah, hey, you got to show him this this one. Wait, his, uh, his other it's some of his other amazing model kits. Oh yeah, uh, here just put in general, and yep. I'll bring it up. That's the wrong thing. Someone in a different Discord just got like a what? Like, the why? Fuck? What is this shit? <laughs> oh yeah, Tyler, you'll enjoy this. Like, so Tyler, as someone who isn't as brain rotted by like checking out tanks and airplanes, like me and Davis, what do you think of all this? I like. I don't know. Because it like. It already on the surface just seems like a load of malarkey. None of this, <laughs> none of this is loading. Scroll down. Just like I don't think down. it takes an expert to spot that. Oh like, god, it is. Uh... Oh yeah, these combats. Oh, the oh is that his made? artwork? I I don't know if it's someone else drew something and then he just photoshopped shit on top of it. amazing or, artwork. Oh no, it's it's the shit. Yeah, he takes artwork from other people from back yeah. in the day. Oh, and then he has. Well, his at least thing at least he caught co- uh, like, them. The Navy should use these cargo ship containers as housing. Which we already do that. Like cargo containers have been used as housing for forever. He's obsessed. I want here's more Gavin. Like it all loops back in on itself. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. He duck boats. This whole thing here about transportation networks. I found it. What? Which one? His um. Okay, this guy was so obsessed with like, like his whole air mech strike stuff because he want like he wants the Gavin partly because it's small enough that it can fit. Like everything's supposed to be like super duper high mobility. Like everything needs to fit in a helicopter and be maneuverable. Like that was his weirdo. Some of his weirdo. Here, shit. I think you could share through the Zoom call if you want to show us. Oh. Okay, can you see what I'm seeing right now? Yeah. Like his air mech strike stuff. Oh, like look at the animation. Look at that. Yeah, he's got a little gif of a Gavin rolling around. Sure and then he's right. got some old video game where he photoshopped an arrow Gavin into it. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. And then that's... he was so obsessed with this idea. He's like, I'm going to prove it myself. He bought an airframe of a Chinook. Yep. Yeah. And so they bought it, they took it to his house, and they set it up in his backyard. This is the one we found, and this was like the pure gold because it's like he totally got like what his poor church group. Yeah, like he like put on displays for his church group and his fan, his little fan base. So he's got this Gavin out here with little tiny fake rotors, and like, all right, he set up some dummy guns in the doors. 
Nobody uses the M60 anymore. That was phased out a long time ago, but that's the props he could buy. And you like, you put in some fake, he's got a projector. So now he's got a fighter jet outside <laughs> the cockpit. Wow. A10, famous air-to-air combat. Yep. And this is his um his stand-in for a combat vehicle. Is a uh, old Lily's Jeep. Yep, with four by four tires and this trailer he designed that can carry four tons that nobody needs or wants. That's cute. Does this include his stupid rifle shield? Because that was the last thing. Uh, I have a picture of that too. And then, like, he has this whole like he photographed a demonstration of this jeep and this trailer where him and a guy with an assault rifle like drive the jeep out of the vehicle, like staged on his farm or something. And then it's just like, like what? Who? Like he's fulfilling these needs that nobody has because he's just like this is what will win wars is jeeps with own with these horrible trailers which could never go anywhere off-road that trailer is no good to anyone it seems more like it would, he's like like oh you know it'd be sick what if we did this that'd be cool he's literally right. own it's world. like middle school solutions to like understanding it's like the whole like why don't we just pre- it's you know what it's going back to why don't we just print more money solutions why like, why don't why doesn't Superman just get rid of all the nukes? Exactly. He put cardboard <laughs> over the driver's seats. He put taped up console stuff because he doesn't have any to do. Because like, oh look, these are simulators. Here's my version of a simulator. <laughs> like, this the is cardboard so is a nice touch. Sad. And then he had a bunch of people come and pretend to fly. We have this is like you know, it's this got is, a little joystick. Hey, can we go to the combat simulator? We have the combat simulator at home. It's literally like he's projecting a video game onto the screen, and the guy's like pretending to fly. Yeah, and he's got yeah. a laptop for some reason. So that's how it's probably what the projector's connected to. Oh, because it's copying like what some some real navigator position looks like. This is kind of sad. It really is. It gets worse. Like eventually, he wanted to put the Chinook on a gimbal thing so we can do sim flight stuff like which like to be fair the chinook is a decent aircraft but it's also old like it's yeah but and it's and nobody needs it to do this oh, thing. Yeah, and then here's his weird and it turns group. into his church group who invited over to his house to probably as a trick to okay we're gonna have a church cookout and then i'm gonna trick you all into sitting down and watching my presentation on this this combat vehicle <laughs> yeah i love that nothing says christianity like trying to that is lawn chair you know, build more military equipment he to like, he's like oh heavy lift helicopter and the amazing toe which nobody like here's his little model of a chinook yeah. and like where is it like yeah some people like horribly cosplaying be the flight crews i'm pretty sure one of these is gavin don't know which one we're just call it heavy gavin i'm pretty sure he's the one that guy the right there haircut. one right there yep that's him ew he's never given up his high and tight and he's like old as shit oh god there, i know people in the army who don't even do the fucking high and tight and when then, they're long enough yeah like like and they have a tv set up inside the aircraft so they can like yeah. play videos of like what it's supposed to be doing <laughs> like we're fucking kids and then it oh yeah and then the uh the light tank with a big gun concept right. i forgot about that which to be fair it's you can't say it's that stupid because we are doing a new light tank, but that's this a real concept. But him, he was jerking off to this old version that didn't go anywhere because yeah, air dropped. Oh yeah, and then like him sharing like 
old, these are old like articles from this is just bullshit from Tom Clancy's Ed War. Like, oh, like those are from like old, like um, popular mechanics where they talk about yeah. like possible future aircraft and shit. It just it keeps going. Oh, here we go. Some more sweet model kits. Like here's a tiny tank being hauled by a heavy lift helicopter for no reason. But this the is like how he's gonna like deep strike. Too. He's gonna like deep drop these behind enemy lines for no reason. Yeah, that we will never see that coming. Hey, do you hear our entire building shaking? Yeah, that means they're probably here. Just put oh, out some we sand. forgot about his custom tank design. Oh yeah, he designed oh, okay. a tank. What from the ground up? He has his his tank concept. His super oh, tank. Yeah. Well, oh no, that's the black. I think that's Blacktail, the furry dude, the tiger wolf. Is that, I thought that was Gavin. No, I thought it was. I oh God! Like there's these weirdos. There's too many weirdos. All right. Well, let's talk about some of these other weirdos. I'm not gonna give them as much time because. Oh yeah, he had this whole thing where the striker was a scam, even though it's been proven in combat. Didn't weren't you, weren't you assigned to strikers? Or I think it's yeah. We I worked on strikers on my first deployment. Like we always had them as a backup vehicle, but we never really used them. I no, I think. I'm and thinking, here's the here's yeah. the gun shield. He was trying to sell a gun shield. Which we're gonna Where put this heavy chip, ceramic huh? plate on the front of your assault rifle, and that's what you're gonna use to fight from now on. Is this gun where you can't see things? But see, that's like a smart Why? idea if you are playing air because soft. you get shot from the front where you're pointing your gun. So, but wouldn't that just like fuck with your entire like yes everything? Yes. Okay, oh, so it's good and heavy, Damus. Don't you, as a soldier, as a former soldier, wasn't your favorite thing when they gave you more shit to carry? I always want my yeah. rifle to be as heavy as possible, but especially also, over the end of the barrel. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's the most of the weight is focused on the end of the barrel, which is the the part of the gun that you have the least like uh, grasp on. So the, it's the, it's going to be super top heavy. How are you supposed to aim? With the, the weight pulling down and you're holding here. You're supposed to be super strong. The only time that makes sense is for that one old Nerf gun. And by old, I mean like when I was a kid, Nerf gun that had a shield in front of it. Yeah. Because it was all plastic. Yeah, just the yeah whole it's all thing, plastic and like it doesn't have it's like... paper thin. It have, doesn't need to be big. It's got to stop have styrofoam darts. <laughs> or, yeah. Although wasn't that like an operator of Rainbow Six that had that as well? Yeah, probably. But um, that's a video game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good, exactly. Good point. Yeah, this guy, he wasn't trying to pitch it as a real thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, wouldn't this be cool in the video game to make, like, I am, like, mechanic? somehow amazed that none of this has made it into, like, a, like, Russians trying to desperately try, like, why don't we put shields on the end of our rifles yet? Because it just seems like they've tried everything, but they're like, no, even we're not this stupid. Speaking like of Russia, let's talk about Pure Spray. Who? <laughs> uh, so, this guy, Pure Spray... He is, uh, he's somewhat, or sorry, Pierce, uh, hold on, I need to look up his name. Uh, but he's part of this group called the Fighter Mafia. Do you guys know? Oh, about- yeah. Oh, Peter Spray. Okay. Yeah. Peter Spray. Do you guys know about a little group or a little plane called the F 35? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, I'm not kidding. I, I think there is some genuine, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? criticism when it comes to the price tag of it and the research that's gone into it but generally it's had this big misconception that this is the worst aircraft that's ever made you can't dogfight it can't dogfight it doesn't fly and it only decapitates pilots which is kind of true 
Um, it happens a few times. They 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 but anyway, the thing is, it's spearheaded by these guys called the Fighter Plane Mafia or the Combat Reformers, whatever you call them. Um, and this one guy, he's noted as a source by one news outlet, particularly. Do you guys want to take a wild guess at what news outlet cites him a lot? Tyler, Newsmax, Fox News. No, it's not American. Not American? Oh, I don't know. It's Russia Today. RT. <laughs> um, yeah, this guy. Amazing how these guys are always real popular with Russia. I don't like yeah, of course it's Russia. So, and basically, he just is there to justify the idea that American America is weak and not good. Um, and he's claimed that he claimed that he worked on the A ten. He didn't. Um, and he took credit for the F-15. He didn't. Um, he has no experience with any of these projects, but somehow he's grifted his way around like as he a was reliable out, source. Uh, he was out for a long, long time. And he's kind of had no credit for years. But I do want to talk about one guy who did get a weird amount of credit, but in the sense that he got a movie made. So have you heard of the movie called The Pentagon Wars? Uh... See, the title sounds generic enough that I probably could have had, but I could also just be making that up in my head because it's like it sounds familiar, but it's also super generic, you know? So the Pentagon Wars is a weird one where it's a good movie about like military procurement spending yeah. and how kind it's of like, it can be. It's like the like the ultimate cartoon version of how bad military bureaucracy could be. Um and can be in occasions, but is usually never not this bad. So, however, it follows Colonel James uh, Burton. No related, to, no relations to Tim Burton. Um, and you're probably wondering, who is this guy? I've never heard of him. Well, that's because he's kind of somewhat, uh, unless you're one of these reformer dudes, a shameful figure in military history, kind of. So he jumped on this thing, which was like the live firearms test, which was this particularly run by the reformers is this thing that was supposed to show like the flaws of the bradley and all these other new equipment because the whole purpose behind these combat reformers dudes like oh the military is wasting money and again the military wastes a ton of money i'm not defending the military but like these were like they're like their thing is like oh why aren't we putting prop planes instead of jet planes like why are we like, they think find things like radar missiles all unnecessary like, um, why are you spending money on these things? You should spend the money on the things that before we he was to sent to go investigate the uh, or not even investigate before he assigned himself to this whole Bradley procurement thing. He designed this airplane that would have only had a 30 millimeter cannon, no radar, no, no radar, nothing, no missiles. It would have just been a plane, a radio and a 30 millimeter cannon, which if you don't know why that wouldn't work. Um, there's these thing called SAM missiles or surface to air missiles. They work pretty well. Um, so he gets assigned and he does this whole thing. Oh, the Bradley's actually over budget. Wasn't really. It's actually this gonna kill a bunch of soldiers. His version actually would have killed far more soldiers because he made this. Uh, it was called a casualty reduction ver variant, which put all the fuel and ammunition on the outside of the Bradley and made it a much bigger target. And then the last guy I want to talk about is this guy who's known as Blacktail, who's a fun one because he, not only is he discredited uh, by all the uh, like combat reformer dudes, but he's also discredited by all of the furries out there too. 
Furries. Yep. When the furries hate you, you know you're a bad guy. The, the furries are one of those fun groups where they intersect over with a lot of odd groups. They, um, there's like, furries in every single community. Like one of the funnier things I ever came across was this meme of it was like uh, two guys high-fiving and it was like Warhammer fans, furries, Nazi problems. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't inherently have problems with furries. It's just like interesting yeah. how they're like there's a furry community as a whole, but then within every single other community there's also a large furry community within that community what was the army base that had a furry convention did one i'm not familiar with this like god i remember here it might or air force base or something i'll I'll look it up in a minute but anyway so this guy blacktail and i'll share this thing he designed this thing called the tiger wolf um, now I know what you're, you guys are thinking, right? That name's kind of fascist sounding. Well, turns out this guy has a belief that if you took any Nazi German tank from World War II, it would be a modern M1 Abrams. Uh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> um, and his solution is we should build this thing, the Tiger Wolf. So. It would, have weighed, it would weigh 40 tons. It would be huge. It would require a six-man crew, which is a lot of people, including an onboard engineer. And the crew would be shoved into such a compartment that any fucking penetration would just absolutely obliterate them. Um, it's really stupid because it lacks like all the things that make something like, you know, the Abrams effect effective. Uh, the best thing is this guy's website is like notorious because it's like at one second it will be like shit like that like a tank or whatever he's come up with and then the absolute next thing is just like NS- NSFW furry shit. Oh god. <laughs> oh. But that, that tank was going to be like five feet longer and five feet wider than an Abrams but weigh half as much as an Abrams allegedly? Yeah. Which... Using some, oh, was it using like some armor that doesn't exist? Like he just like yeah it was and it was gonna be amphibious like, all this other nonsense yeah it was like hold on it also uses a diesel engine that might as well be one of the engines that just burn anything from Warhammer uh it would have used like this special like you not uranium armor like uh, titanium armor that doesn't exist and yeah uh needed an engineer uh passive commander active commander. <laughs> gunner and driver i think was that people were like actually it was gonna be like a hundred ton tank if they (laughs) like 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 to make it with like a real version of this tank it would have to be to make it effective or make it not just a paper box would be like just an absurd amount of resources not and and using real armor not the imaginary shit that was going to make it super light for a reason that's a popular thing with those guys like, with the air gun, like, oh, this thing doesn't weigh nearly as much as it say. We're going to use this new stuff. I've, I've got this new ceramic armor design that's suddenly yeah. going to cut 20 tons. So th- I think this has been fun, but I do now want to talk about Very like, stupid consequences <laughs> of the reformers and these philosophies is that occasion- every now and then they do occasionally get people to listen to them, which is when we end up with these really stupid projects like that Cessna support aircraft they tried to push a while back. And the other thing is they also 
there's a problem where they, because they do things like say, oh, well, actually, if this works, then the any German battle, any German tank could be any modern tank. Um, you then create this problem where it kind of also idolizes all these Nazis themselves because they must have been geniuses. Then, yeah. like, clearly they were the way ahead, which there is some harm a lot not some there's a lot of harm to what these guys say especially as we start mike sparks it starts off really funny it's like oh this idiot and then it gets into this like weird like you know white race genetic shit with him yeah it get we didn't even get real deep into that stuff because it gets real bad i didn't want to because quite frankly yeah. it's fucking uncomfortable yeah yeah it's not good like it gets into white supremacy and patriarchy and anti and because of islamophobia and rate like other race-based shit uh, just like tower of babel stuff like it's it was a, a rough wormhole once you get to the the the, the depths into the darkness of it all like yeah. funny shit goes away and it turns into that like oh this isn't fun anymore tyler what do you think of the world of mil- online armchair military reformers i'm scared <laughs> like this sucks because <laughs> like you know look it, it, like it, it's for me like at least like it was to be assumed that most of these people have a strong uh, right-wing affiliation because mm-hmm. most people aren't that into uh, hypothetical ways of finding new ways to kill people. So, like, on, on the surface, it's a bunch of goofy dudes coming up with goofy designs, but, like, and like no, we're just trying to come up with new weapons of death and we're also uh, deeply baked into terrifying conspiracy theories can that can do real harm to real people. Yep. Like they just they spend have. their whole day just like fantasizing about new cool ways to murder people in war, and like that's that's a terrifying concept. That that's just like people like devote their I, whole lives to that. And I should say these guys are definitely a minority. Of course. Um, they're like when i say they're the minority i really mean that though like they are not the like within the the defense industry there are some very smart people and like i said uh pierre spray he was the his entire purpose was to be a spokesperson for russia today to make russians feel good about their army and like you know russia's big claim before the war is they had an incredible they had the world's strongest second strongest army if not first and spent less than the U.S. did. And I'm not defending the fucking budget of the U.S. Army. I think it's insane how much we spend on our army. But I wouldn't be saying Russia has the better army now if they really even have much of an army left. Yeah, I I think this is a really good episode of how, like, because, like I said, this is, like, we do a lot of pop culture stuff, and there is something of, like I said, like, you talk about with the military itself, misconceptions of how... Or, or sorry we talked about furries of how like these groups seem to go everywhere and i think the best example of that like I, I didn't bring it up directly here but like around video game communities like everyone who thinks the best gun ever was the ak-47 and it was a decent gun but it wasn't the greatest thing ever made but people think that because they've heard the same myth over and over again that you could throw this thing in the mud and it will still fire yep i mean it's just super popular yeah exactly it appears in every single like mainstream uh piece of media that has guns in it 
Well, and like we didn't go too deep in it, but this one guy literally thinks James Bond is real. Yeah, he wrote like three books about how it was quote unquote real. Which way thing that tells you about this man's perception of how the world works. That's that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make like any sense. Like and he has money because he's able to do all this dumb fucked up shit. Like I bought an Apache airframe. Where does he get it? That I would like to know where he's getting it, but it seems like if he retired from the Army National Guard, like I don't know if he did or not. Like he's got that income coming. I feel like there's a lot of donations from this group because it seems like I don't even know because this guy's such a fucking weirdo. But again, like again, he's able to maintain his 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 fucked up bullshit and have a consistent way of life so that he can afford an airframe for a Chinook and bring it home. Or he's just doing terrible financially and like spending poorly. That's always the possibility too. I mean, true. Well, I would hope honestly. I hope he. I hope that cost him a lot more money than he thought. I thought he thought this is my big break, and then it just fucking imploded <laughs> on him. Or the Chinook airframe is a lot cheaper than we all think. Turns out, yeah, yeah. Ugh, so dumb. Uh, so fucking. Yeah. Dumb. I think this was. It was fun to just go through and make fun of this stuff. I, I enjoy episodes like this. This is definitely also kind of a filler before our next episode, a few episodes. Because I think next we're what, we're watching Knives Out to get ready for the sequel, and then we're probably going to review the sequel, right, Tyler? I didn't know we were watching Knives Out. Oh, I thought you were talking about re- or reviewing it at least. I didn't. I. I that, oh, okay. Then never mind. May cut me saying anything about Knives Out. Out. I was um, saying we should we should talk about Glass Onion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Will that be out by next episode? Yes, it comes out this week. Okay, yeah. Then we're well. It comes out. okay, so it has it has a week long like theatrical release, and then after that, I think it's going to come to Netflix. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, if not, I'm probably going to put the pilot of the new podcast I'm working on with Julio, who you might remember from the Panama episode, calls to the victor, which is going to be more military history, like this episode was. Um, except we're kind of going to be talking about in the sense that we talk about the invasion of Panama, where. We talk about the battles and then we talk a little bit about like what ha- what the aftermath meant so to have that look out for that that will be coming out in a little and then the last thing is i think we have the act of valor episode coming up which i'm sure we're all saying yeah, we about. still gotta watch that uh, wonderful thing i honestly thought like I, for a while i thought that this that was going to be this week so i'm like oh no i don't want to do it and it was like oh yeah we're doing it again i'm like thank you <laughs> yeah he's saving uh, punishment for, anyway, me for christmas that's what he's doing we from the outliers i hope you enjoyed this episode of us going down a rabbit hole i love rabbit hole